0: So we started a discussion around a particular topic that my friend Christopher Ochoma, actually he said I should acknowledge him, um, started off this morning on a school WhatsApp group. He asked the fact that, now, now we are in the age and the era of a lot of social media with things like emojis, emoticons and so, and so on. He asked what would, whether it was adulterous for a married man to send the um, the kiss emoji to a female person on WhatsApp, and he actually said that that was the subject of a discussion they had in his church, and obviously, as would, one would expect, most of the women we were in favor of the fact that a married man should not do that. Every woman wants to protect uh, her territory with respect to her husband. Now, the, the arguments went on and on, and there were different points of view as one would imagine, and definitely um, um, everybody based on your um, um, denomination, uh, you have your views about certain things. There are other aspects of, of our faith that are not clearly um, stated in scripture. I have had people have bring up arguments around polygamy. The truth is that in the scripture, it is not explicitly stated that a man should not have more than one wife. In fact, most of the great men of God who could today had more than one wife or one wife and many concubines. And God never, ever said anything about those things. The only indication about a single wife was with the bishop, the bishop that bishop's requirements that Paul mentioned in the New Testament. We have things like uh, alcohol. There's no, no scriptural backing to really say that we should not drink alcoholic um, beverages. And many people use it as arguments to uh, keep on drinking what they like to drink as long as they do not get drunk, uh, according to them. Well, um, there are other issues. When, when we were getting married, we started discussing the issue of the boundaries that a person sets for his relationship with his spouse and some people say that after 9 p.m i don't take calls from people i don't take calls from the opposite sex precisely i don't go chatting on 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 whatsapp or on facebook and all that with the opposite sex after a certain time of the night now that may work for them but that may not work for people who maybe for example work overnight maybe your day is actually your night and your night is your day and you have to do your business at, at night i just a few days ago That I we had I had a chat with a married woman at three a.m. She had woken up to feed her baby, and she had absolutely no issue with it because she's my upline. And you see, some people don't have an issue with it; some people have an issue with it. So many other questions, but but you see, the the for me the issue is not the question itself because the question itself could have several answers, and God, in His wisdom, seems not to give very explicit answers. these questions in the scriptures because the scriptures our relationship with god is not really about a set of rules our relationship with god helps us to become so much more like him that we can make proper judgment about issues at every point in time that we need to and we can know in our spirits that we have made the correct judgment in each case but you see when our motives are flawed when, I'm, when we are, have already made a conclusion in our hearts regarding the position that we've taken, we don't allow God to move us in, that, to, in that, towards the direction where we are actually making judgment based on what will most glorify God rather than based on what will most make us comfortable. That's, that's the problem we have. The real problem is not the answers to these questions. The real problem is why do we want to know the answers? Are we trying to justify our positions? Or do we really want to know the best thing that Jesus would have done? Do we really want to know what God, how God wants us to make that judgment call in each case that is not written in scripture, in each new case that comes to us, in each case that conflicts with a cultural paradigm? How do we make the judgment call about how to behave, how to respond, how to relate, what to do? Are we making it based on our own preconceived notions or do we really want to know what would most glorify God? Thank you for listening and I pray that we all move towards becoming more and more like Jesus. Once again, a shout out to Christopher Chomma for bringing these thoughts to my mind. Share more thoughts with me on ScribblingSage.com.